You are the dreamer. Weave your own reality. Blessings fellow weavers and welcome to the sacred online space. My name is Charnel and I am here to take you on a cosmic journey, reconnecting you with the magic deep within and all around. May your world be filled with love and light. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Today, I am going to be talking about mandala weaving (laughs) and how you can use art as a ritual practice to help channel your energies and focus the mind. Um, I wanted to share a bit about my own practice and process to hopefully inspire you to get creative and to tap into those deeper aspects of yourself. Um, If you managed to listen to my previous podcast, thank you, (laughs) Uh, you'll have heard me speaking a little bit about my journey and how I got introduced to mandala weaving. Um, But in this episode, I want to give you just a bit of information about my practice and also a bit of information about mandalas in general so that hopefully you can have a better understanding of what it is that I'm doing and hopefully that will inspire you to evolve your own creative practice. So yeah, since I was a little girl I've always loved weaving. I used to weave dream catchers but I never really did anything with them. I just enjoyed the process so it's quite interesting that I've now been guided to weave mandalas as a job even though I don't really see it as a job because I just the more I explore them it feels like this is definitely what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, So Yeah, some information about mandalas in general. Um, You might have seen them around the world. If you've been travelling or been reading books, been looking at different artwork, you've probably seen a mandala somewhere. (laughs) Um, And you can trace them back to things like sacred geometry. So if you don't know what sacred geometry is, that is known as the blueprint of creation. So if you have a circle, from this circle, you can then create patterns like the seed of life, the flower of life, Metatron's cube, the macabre, And then from these shapes, you can create the platonic solids. And from those shapes, you can start to build on it and basically create reality. (laughs) Um, And if you look at things like the flower of life, for example, that is a mandala. It's like, yeah, creation 
its evolution. It's starting from a singular point and it's growing outwardly into a pattern, into this geometric form, which is basically a mandala. And in Hinduism, they use these mandalas and these shapes and these geometric forms, which in their tradition are known as yantras. And they use these patterns to meditate upon, to help clear and focus their mind. And that is something that I can relate to because I also have found that when I'm weaving or meditating with my mandalas, my mind just instantly feels calmer and clearer. So I can definitely relate to their practice, their meditation practice using yantras. Um, I once read a book about mandalas actually by a lady called June Lane. And in this book, she said that in Sanskrit, the word manda translates as essence or spirit. And if you add the word la to the end of any Sanskrit word, it turns it into a vessel or a container. So apparently the translation of mandala is a container of spirit. And I thought that was really powerful because again, the more I've got to know mandalas and the more I've evolved my own practice, I can really relate to that. They are containers of energy. They are energetic portals that bridge worlds, bridge realities. Um, so I really loved that bit of information that she sh shared. So I thought I'd share that with you as well. <laughs> um, you can also find mandalas in places like Tibet. So the Tibetan Buddhists create sand mandalas where they get a funnel and use coloured sand to basically create these really intricate designs and they do it as a form of meditation as well. But once they've finished channeling these mandalas, they wipe them away, which <laughs> may sound a bit crazy to some people, but I've learned that their reason for doing this is to show the impermanence of life and to show that life is constantly evolving and changing and they are trying to teach that it's not healthy to get attached to things on such a deep level because if that thing changes or goes away, um, then it will create deep pain within you. So it's best to live life lightly and to go with the flow and be open to things changing and evolving and growing. That's the 
best most healthiest way to live life and I think sometimes we forget that and we do get caught up in various things that kind of throw us off that track and block us from that flow so I really liked the message from this practice um just by spending lots of time like hours days channeling and creating this beautiful piece of art just to basically destroy it at the end um and it's something that I myself have practiced doing a couple of times where I've created something and then just got rid of it um and it's hard (laughs) because you think I've just spent all that time making this thing but it's a good thing to practice being open to the flow being open to growth and changes so yeah there are a few types of mandalas in different traditions but the one that I have been shown how to weave the one that I got taught actually originates from the Huichol Indians in Mexico and their mandalas are originally in a cross shape with four points known as Ojo de Dios or a God's Eye and the four points represent the four directions so north, east, south and west or earth, air, fire and water and yeah there's the four directions around the outside and then in the middle is spirit which they see as the eye of God and they weave them as a like a prayer for protection so they believe that the eye of God in the center which is spirit is watching over you when you hang the artwork in your home or you gift it to someone they believe that it is protecting you which actually relates back to that quote that I read in the book about the Sanskrit translation of mandala where mandala is a container of spirit so that was in Sanskrit and you can bring that into this tradition in Mexico where they believe that the essence or the spirit of God is in the center of the mandala watching over you which is really really beautiful um so yeah they weave them as prayers for protection not only for the home or to gift to people but they also use them to protect the land as well so I've seen pictures of like really big ones that have been stuck into the land I suppose bit like a scarecrow (laughs) um in the sense of that it's there to ward off any negative energies um as a form of protection so yeah I I just the more I learn about mandalas and the more I connect with my own practice I just find them so powerful and amazing and they've really really helped me on my healing journey and my spiritual journey to connect with deeper layers of myself and also with spirit 
with my higher self, with universal consciousness and energies. Um, so that brings me to using art as a ritualistic practice. So when I got taught how to weave, I came home and I just practiced and researched. And at the time, um, I was in quite a low place within myself. I had quite bad anxiety. I felt quite lost. And then I was guided to mandala weaving. And it just felt like something in me had been unlocked. And I just was creating mandalas, but I didn't really know why. It was just helping me to calm and focus my mind and my energy. And I did an experiment because I noticed that when I was feeling like shit, basically, (laughs) when I was in a low mood, my mandalas seemed to be quite bold and I'd be drawn to use quite dark protective colours whereas when I was feeling more positive and I was like in a really good mood and felt inspired my mandalas seemed to be more vibrant and more intricate and this was a really powerful moment for me because I'd also started to study energy healing and energy work and it was like I could physically see the mandala was a physical representation of my own energy and to see it so visually how my mood and my energy shifted throughout my creative process was really powerful and it just inspired me in so many ways And when people started showing interest in the work I was doing, it it made me want to put good energies into these pieces that I were creating for people because I, they have helped me on my healing journey so much and I want to share that magic with other people. So I wanted to make sure that when I was weaving their pieces I was putting good energy into them to help them so sometimes if I get an order on I will actually wait a day or two before I start it just so that I know my mindset is is in the right place and my energy is from the highest vibrations of love and light um yeah mandala's really just opened up a whole other world for me and they reconnected me with colour and patterns and depth and just light basically they helped me to allow the light back in after being in such a dark heavy place um so when I'm creating and weaving I often like to set the space. So sometimes I'll take my artwork out into nature so that I can absorb the energies of nature. Um, 
but other times when I'm weaving at home or in various other spaces, yeah, I like to clear the space so that the energy around me is positive and high vibrational. So I do this by lighting an incense, um, lighting a candle, putting on some nice music that'll help uplift the space. Um, maybe putting a few crystals out as well. And then before I begin weaving the piece, I like to just do a little bit of energy work on myself and I'll either meditate or take a few deep breaths and set an intention for the piece that I'm about to craft. And before I start crafting, I also like to think really carefully about what colours I'm going to use because I also like to bring colour therapy into my creations. So if a client comes to me with a specific thing that they want to manifest or something that they're trying to heal or something that they're trying to work through, I will speak to them and ask them if they're drawn to any specific colours themselves at the moment, or I'll use my intuition to tap into their energies and see what colours I'm drawn to, what I feel like they're in need of. And as well as using colour therapy, I also use crystals, um, nature therapy. <laughs> so again, I like to get to know the client a little bit and I'll ask them what energies they feel drawn to or I'll use my intuition and pick something that I feel will resonate with them at this time. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, intention and like conscious ideas and energy that go into my creations and using art in this sacred ritualistic way, I really feel that it helps me to connect with the work I'm doing on a deeper level. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes I just need to make a fucking mess <laughs> and I need to just scribble something down or get messy paints out or make a collage and just make a mess because I need to express that energy and get it out of me. <laughs> um, but with my mandalas, I really do enjoy using them in more of a ritual sense because my intention for them is to be used as healing artwork because that's how they've helped me on my journey and I want to share that with other people. So I want to make sure that I am putting the best, most highest, most loving, positive vibrations into my creations. So yeah, I really hope that me sharing my practice and this information with you can be some inspiration um, to help you connect with your creativity 
to help you tap into deeper aspects of yourself and help you on your journey and also just to like yeah inspire you to explore different ways of creating um if you are feeling a bit stuck with your creativity or you're interested in the work that I'm doing I'd be more than happy to craft you your own mandala your own energetic portal to help you unlock those different layers of yourself um I like to call mandalas little geometric keys (laughs) Um, Because I really feel that they do unlock different layers of your being. They help you to move through the darkness, to let light in again, to let colour, to let higher frequencies into your being. Um, I also, after I've finished weaving, I infuse all my creations with Reiki energy, just so that when the person hangs them in their sacred space, they really vibrate this positive, uplifting, loving energy. Um, so that every time you look at that mandala, you connect and align with its message. Um, and this will help, yeah, boost your energy and raise your vibration. So if you are interested in the work that I'm doing or would like to order your own mandala to help you on your journey please feel free to drop me a message on Facebook or Instagram you'll find me at The Wild Weaver um, and I'd love to chat with you and hopefully collaborate with you in creating the perfect piece for you so yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode um I will be back soon with more episodes and I think on the next one I'm gonna bring in a special guest so you'll get to meet someone new and hear about their journey and their practices and creations so yeah I'm really looking forward to recording more episodes Um, And I really hope that they have inspired you in some way. And I'm wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day filled with loads of love, light and magic. And I will definitely speak to you all soon. Thank you so much for listening.